Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Will with ScheduleFly, and I'm excited today to have Erin Barfield on the phone. Uh, she's down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and she manages the Chuck's Fish and the Five Bar there. Those are um, sister restaurants. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while or if you've read our second Restaurant Owners on Court book, uh, you've heard from Chris Eddings, and he's one of the owners there. And I asked Chris for anybody on his team that is really good at what they do and loves what they do and might enjoy talking about it. And he, he quickly pointed me to Aaron. So, um, Aaron, thank you for taking the time to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to do it. I've been a fan and listened to quite a few podcasts. Of course, Chris's as well, you know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Good deal. Oh, I'm glad you have been. You're getting, this may be, uh, we're getting close to 100 episodes here. This may be actually the 100th episode, but we're oh, that's cool. we're nearing it. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, okay, so you're down there in Tuscalo- Tuscaloosa. Um and we were just talking before we started recording. You're, we're here at uh, Homecoming Week at Alabama. You've got this incredible football team, so it must be a really busy time of year. So I r- appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this for sure. That's really yeah, nice of you. Absolutely. Um, so okay, I always like to get started with asking how and when did you get started in hospitality? Yes. Yeah, so um, I actually have a degree from Alabama in hotel restaurant management. Um, I decided on that degree because I wanted to travel, um, sort of why I wanted to take that career path. Uh, moved here, that would have been in 2006 that I started attending school at uh, Alabama, and um, I got in the restaurant business as soon as I moved up here at, at a, as a host at the Applebee's in the mall. Um, I worked there for a few years and uh, traveled, and so I guess my main reason for getting into it was to travel to begin with. Um, I quickly changed my priorities, if you will. Um, but I love Tuscaloosa, and, and Tuscaloosa has kept me in it also. Um, I can elaborate on that, I guess, a little no, bit. No, so. I mean, that's, that's cool. Well, I mean, how, so how long have you been over there with, with, uh, with the folks at Chuck's Fish and Five Bar? Yeah, so I've been with them since um, October 2012, so I'm coming up on six years with them. Um, Yeah, and I had managed a few restaurants in downtown Tuscaloosa um, before I got on with them, um, and I sort of took a break from managing at that point, and I I went to serving um, with Chuck's for a year, and and I did that, and I was glad I took a little bit of a break from management, and then I... I got back into it at Chuck's and, um, you know, sort of started working my way up as front of house, moved to GM. Um, and then I actually got pregnant. And so I started doing some operation stuff with Chuck's. Um, it's a great thing about Chris and Charles is, is they have always been willing to work with me and, and my priorities in my personal life as well as my professional life. Um, so I started doing operations and then Charles approached me about a year and a half ago with, with trying to take on five as well and getting some systems in place there. And, and so that was quite a challenge, but it's been, it's been a great learning experience for me. That's for sure. So that's awesome. What kind of systems uh, did you put in place over there? Um, you know, it comes to everything from daily cleaning to, um, the way that the sections are assigned to, um, you know, making sure the bartenders are pouring, uh, the correct amount of alcohol into a cocktail, um, just checks and balances to try to make sure that everybody does what they're supposed to do with as much or as little, um, man or overall management, you know, that they can look at a list and know that that's what they have to do. And that this is the amount of time they have to get it done in. And, you know, a manager follows up, but, um, try to not be a micromanager if you will. 
Yeah, it's an interesting balance in hospitality of sort of art and science. I mean, there's the art of communicating with people, making people feel welcome, making your guests feel welcome, making them happy to be there, and then the science of just procedures and processes like that, like so that you're not, you know, pouring too much liquor and costing the business a lot of money and (laughs) so on and so forth. Um, That's a, uh, yeah, it's a big, big balance with that. So let me ask you this. So you've been doing it a while. Um, You you went to school for this. I mean, what what is it that you love about hospitality the most? Yeah, I think it comes down to people. I mean, you have to be a people person in this business, whether it's the guests um, or your employee, um, employees, you know, they are what keep me going um, for sure. Uh, seeing them sort of hit their own personal goals or professional um, with trucks. I've been there a while, seeing the same employees. We also have a, a great retention of, of previous employees. And so, you know, I've seen a guy go from the dish, you know, a porter in the dish room to now he's an assistant manager, you know, and so sort of see some, some career progression for people. And, and um, so that keeps me in it. And then just meeting people as you go, you know, Tuscaloosa has had a boom with football. And so it brings a lot of people to town that, that previously didn't. Um, so businesses as well as academics and things like that. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what about challenges? What's, what's the toughest part about what you do? Um, I would say the balance of, yeah. of, um, both of course. And then, you know, having a personal life and a toddler and a husband and all that, um, it gets challenging, but I think the key is to have good support team. You know, I've got a great husband, but I also have a great management team at Chuck's. I have a great management team at five. Um, it's taken me a little while of building both of those, but, but, they are how I can do both. Like people always ask me, how do you do both restaurants? Well, I just have good people in the right spots. And, you know, that's always a puzzle to be, (laughs) that's never solved really. Yeah. Um, But currently we're, we're looking pretty good. It's uh, like you said, and you can't micromanage. That's a, that's a really important part of this. I think is uh, hiring good people, teaching them and then letting them, letting them go isn't it i mean it, mm-hmm. you know when you've got two places like that and you're in charge of two places like that there's got to be the tendency to just want to make sure everything's going well but i guess you have to you learn to trust people and that that uh that that's that can be freeing um when you have yeah. the right people in place huh yeah always scrutinizing that you know you hate to but you have to be um a, a lot of attention to detail and what people are are doing yes i don't micro micromanage them but um, I try to stay involved in what they're doing on a weekly basis through manager meetings and then sort of one-on-ones that I have with most managers on my team, um, trying to just, you know, what you do it every week, you have a common thread. And so um, those tools let me not be a micromanager in the actual process, but still stay very involved and make sure that they're making the correct decisions, if you will. But a mistake is fine, you know. <laughs> they happen, that's right, as long as we learn from them. Of course, uh, exactly. Well, what about, okay, so tell me about the concepts, or tell me, I know, but tell our audience, uh, the Chuck's sure. Fish and Five Bar, uh, two different concepts. Um, yeah. So give us a lowdown mm-hmm. on both those. Sure, so um, Chuck's, you know, we all started with a restaurant down in Destin called Harbor Docks that's um, going on 40 years, um, and they started as a wholesale seafood market. So our owner, Charles Morgan, started that, and um you know, ran that for quite a few years. And then Chuck's opened in 2006 um, in downtown Tuscaloosa. So it was sort of the first one that branched out from Destin. Um, so with the wholesale seafood market, 
that is a huge part of what we do. Um, you know, we can tell you when the fish that we serve was caught, the boat was caught on, who caught it, hasn't been out of the water for very long. Um, if you start to research seafood and fish and things like that, you'll soon see that a lot of seafood is mislabeled in the United States. And um, we can always guarantee that it is not tilapia that you maybe think that is snapper. And unfortunately, that happens a lot of times. Oh, really? Why um, is it mislabeled so much? What's this, what's behind that? They have, I'm not all the way educated on exactly how that happens, but I know there's truth in menu laws that people just don't have to follow. There's nobody that goes in and regulates that as a restaurant. Hmm. Um, the, the guest has a right to know where the fish was caught. So a guest can walk in and say, where was this fish caught? Um, the origin of the species, if you will. Um, but that's not doesn't have to necessarily be printed on the menu so charles has told me before and he's actually has this awesome video that's on one of our webs on our trucks fish website but i mean they estimate 90 percent of the red snappers sold in the u.s is not really snapper really yeah oh my goodness and they mislabel fish from china or whatever it's a whole conversation you can really get into but um it's important to know where your food comes from and and something that charles has been involved in since uh, before it was cool and uh, and has always been a priority for us. So that's a big part of Chuck's. Um, we've got a wood grill, so all of our our steaks are cooked over wood. We also have a pizza wood oven at Chuck's. Chuck's is crazy because it has such an extensive menu. We go seafood, um, steaks, pizza, of course, all your appetizers, salads. Then we also have a full-blown sushi bar. Um, and a lot of people know Chuck's for the sushi. So we essentially have two restaurants in one and make those two coordinate together most of the time. Um, so the sushi connection came from Chris's mother. I know he's talking about her, but they had restaurants in Tokyo growing up and our as a family and him growing up and, and she brought the sushi um, trade to, to Harbor Docks and her and Charles started working together a long time ago. So Harbor Docks also has sushi. So. Gotcha. Got, and how many Thank Chuck's locations you. are there now? There are three right now and we're working on Chuck's Athens, Georgia right okay, now. Cool. So end of the year, beginning of the year. So it's, it's getting there. Are we all, are they all in college towns? Um, Birmingham, okay, Mobile. So not really, not okay. really. Mo- Mobile and Birmingham. I mean, they have colleges, but not yeah, um, like Tuscaloosa and Athens are college towns. So. Yeah. Okay. So then that's a very so that's a wide variety there, and then it's a little bit yeah. a little bit different approach at five, right? Yeah, it's completely different because five is keep it simple, you know. So um, five's concept is we have five appetizers, five entrees at dinner or brunch items um, during brunch or lunch, um, then five cocktails, beer, wine red and white some variants there but um five main items that we try to uh, execute as well as possible every single time so um it's repetitive but you have to be consistent in that concept um i joked with chris and charles recently i said charles uh, or excuse me chucks is big and there's all these things um but to me five is more of a challenge to run because somebody comes in and they get our cheeseburger it's got to be the same every single time and mm-hmm. with a restaurant like chucks with that big of a menu odds are people aren't going to get the same thing um and so it's a challenge it's a good challenge um because consistency is key in this business as well um but uh, it makes for an interesting two different dynamics yeah yeah that's a lot to to juggle i would imagine um uh kind of toggling between the two of those and and, uh you just have to have a slightly different approach to to both but Mm -hmm. 
Well, that's cool. Okay, so then, and how many locations of five do y'all have now? Five. We've got um, Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, Mobile, and Athens as well. So four okay. fives. Four yeah, fives. Same. Okay, got it. And then there soon to be a fourth chuck. So, and then uh, do you do we still have the food truck? So have the food truck. Yeah, we're doing that. We do it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, it's called American Lunch, and we go out to three different locations in the community and and give a soup and tea or water um, during the lunch time. Um, we try to. Right now, we're doing Salvation Army. We do a, a drop off there, and we do a another local. Um, apartment through presbyterian church then we just do our downtown area on friday um so yeah that's great and consistent and then we're working on um, something i'm uh, sort of in charge of is uh the thanksgiving feast that we do uh, every year on thanksgiving day so this is something charles also started but um we are open to the public and we do a thanksgiving meal traditional but it is no charge to anybody or to anyone who wants to come um, we partner with a local charity so we're actually partnering with Habitat for Humanity this year. Um, this is the second year we've partnered with them. And so, um, again, we don't charge for anybody who comes in the door, but donations are accepted from those who want to make them, but they aren't solicited. Um, so the point of the whole deal is just to try to bring the community community together um, and then sort of support the community that supports us, you know. So um, it's all Charles started feast at, at Harbor Docks years ago as well. So we've continued the tradition here and our other locations. We do that in Birmingham, Athens, and Mobile as well. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. I'm glad I, I wanted to ask. I just think it's great. I, yeah. I love that in the truck. I mean, it's just really cool what y'all are doing. What I mean, clearly uh, they're big on giving. You know, being a part of the community and giving to the community. And what what have you learned from Charles and Chris in your years there? I mean, I think I just kind of said it, but it's take care of the community that takes care of you. It's take care of the people that take care of you, the guests, the yeah. employees. Um, you sort of have to be, have a self-sacrificing heart, you know, and you just want to um, better them. Because at the end of the day, if they're good, I'm good. I say that a lot. If, I'm, if you're good, I'm good, you know, because yeah. it's just how it is. Um, but they let me, I've always felt that way. They let me do that when I worked at other restaurants where um, I wasn't able to make decisions with that same mindset and they had that mindset when I walked in the door and that's when I knew that I was at the right place to be a manager again having, you know, having that kind of a autonomy to make those decisions without yes, yeah absolutely so it's awesome to have uh, owners and bosses that allow you to do that and make they let me make mistakes and and have been understanding with anything like that and um so it, it, you know i trickle that down to the people that are under me so gotcha gotcha yeah well that's a wonderful way to do it people really value having uh, autonomy and, and purpose and mm -hmm. um, you all clearly have that it's part of the culture there what else is part of the culture what is it a is it a family uh sort of family environment there or like what's the Literally. yeah i mean what is it that it attracts people to want to be a part of the team there do you think i think you know we both both restaurants have been blessed to have a good reputation and solid reputation and so people tend to want to work at either location it's funny to me having you know doing both that that they're right around the corner from each other but a lot of times we do not get the same applicants. So I get a lot younger, more college kids at five, and then sometimes more older career servers at Chuck's. And so I think that's interesting how people 
can feel those two different energies. But Chugs is just more, it's just serious. You know, I mean, we have a lot of fun, but you have to really be um, an experienced server. Again, you have two restaurants in one. It's it's huge. Uh, it's a very large building. So um, you have to have people who want to challenge themselves to something more than just your normal um chain restaurant if you will um five being so simple you got to fit the part you know you have to sort of a little more lively um active um place there's all the chandeliers and lights and so it's just got a, an energy to it that the staff has to also you know emulate or it doesn't work yeah uh, but yeah the two crews are just families i mean everybody's friends chugs we've had people working there for a long time um you know couple people who have been there since the beginning um some that have been there for 10 years you know um and, and then one of our sushi chefs he started at harbor dock so he's been with us longer than chucks has been open um so those people help keep that family going and and also help regulate the new people coming in too so um less work for the manager if you will yeah <laughs> you know, sort of self-police yeah yeah veteran staff is very important mm -hmm. to keep in the the quality has that changed over the years? Is it? I mean, or do you like? Or is it harder to keep people these days? I hear that a lot. Depends on where you are in the country. I think sometimes. But. Yeah, I mean, we go through a rotation typically in May. We have people graduate, or even if they're not in school, May seems to be the time that people tend to go go you know leave Tuscaloosa and maybe try a new venture. Um, we just went through that at Chugs. We lost quite a few veteran servers, and and that's been hard to rebuild from. And we're still still rebuilding, um, and. I mean, it is hard to find good people, but I do think they're out there. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not one of those. It's like there's no good workers out there anymore because I'm surprised almost every day at, you know, an employee does something that, you know, we may have been harping on them to do or asking, and then they do it on their own accord. Um, then that's a win. So uh, it's hard, but I don't know if it's any harder than it used to be. You just got to keep them off their phones. No, I no, no phones and no. Gotta keep no them off their phones. Yes, yes, I hear you. <laughs> but that's one of Charles's rules: is no phones. But it's almost impossible nowadays because you know that you have an Apple Watch or a phone, or and it's just part of what everybody does. Um, so it's, it's it is keep them off their phones, but it's keep them off their phones when they should be doing something else and not, you know sneaking around texting. So <laughs> policing the phones. Yeah, well, there's yeah. always something else they could probably be doing than than, uh, than doing that. That's for sure. Uh, that's tough, though. I mean, that's just become they're just so ubiquitous now. And these, I mean, kids growing up these days have them, and they just mm -hmm. are used to having them twenty four seven. But uh, yeah, one more thing to manage, huh? Um, mm -hmm. Well, the, well, this is cool. Well, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, Aaron. Yeah. I love your I love your personality. You clearly love what you do, and you're fun to talk to, and and uh, I'm sure a lot of fun to work for. And I just admire your your group i admire um i really just was just uh loved talking to chris and was kind of blown mm -hmm. away by you know the things you all do in your community it's just such it's very unique it's very refreshing and inspiring and um yeah i'm sure you are i agree yeah i mean totally 100 <laughs> percent. i know that's i can understand why you enjoy being a part of that kind of organization so um Tell him I said, hey, if you talk to I him, will. and yeah. thank you very much for taking the time to do this. We're stoked to serve y'all. We love serving just cool, um, well-run, 
fun, unique places, and uh, y'all certainly fit the bill there. So we uh, we appreciate. Well, we love it, y'all. Y'all do your part in the in the process, you know. So <laughs> schedule five the lifesaver. I send out a lot of messages, and I'm like, update your availability, and we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good. Well, I appreciate you saying that. That's nice of you. I'm yeah. glad. We're glad. We're happy to happy to have that opportunity and. Uh, I'll let you roll, but anytime you need anything, let me know, and we'll talk again soon, and uh, have a good one. You too, Will. Thank you. All right, take care.